0: Mom! 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 Beth! What? I just wanted you to listen to this. Okay.
1: Mom! Well, you have to slow those quarter notes down a little bit.
2: We called your mom! Welcome to another episode of We Called Your Mom, the podcast where my mom and I call the moms of artists I love. I'm Beth Stelling and I'm here with my co-host, my mom. Hi. And your name is Diane. I'm Diane. Yeah. Beth's mom. You. Sometimes um so we're new to podcasting, both mom and I, and mom's new entirely to it at all. Totally. Is this your first podcast you've this ever is, been on? Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Headphones, microphone.
2: Yeah. And sometimes, because we, I grew up singing with you, because you're a music teacher of 32 years, we like to do a little warm-up song just to get—34 years. Yeah. I'm sorry, mom. She flashed me the, eight the years, four. Eight and years, big, Yamaha. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what do you, which song do you want to sing to get us into it, Loosen Up Our Bones?
0: How
1: about the ice cream song?
2: Okay. I love that one. I hope I remember it perfectly.
1: I'll help you along. Okay.
2: What's your favorite ice cream? And then I, so I'll be the response.
0: No, no, we sing it together. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. What's What's your your favorite favorite ice cream? Mine Mine is chocolate. Then again, I'd like to try them all. Peach, banana, cherry, macaroon, or prune? Prune! Prune. What's What's your your favorite ice cream? Mine Mine is chocolate. Then again, I'd like to try them all.
2: Yeah, I feel ready well, to talk to somebody's members. mom. Betty Vallow. Yeah. Shout out her. to Betty Vallow. Oh, no. She don't. Oh, my God.
0: Well, rest in peace. I know. I just love her so yeah, much. Yeah,
2: death's real. It happens. But we appreciated all of her time and what she offered to our whole family oh, while she God. was here. She
0: was the best. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you go, she died. <laughs> But the mics are so strong, it picked it up. That's a keeper. Oh, no. She'd love it. She would. She had a great sense of humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today, we're talking to the mother of Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye, Gay of Thrones, and Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness, also on this network. We're talking to his mom, Mary.
0: Oh, she's so sweet.
1: Hello. Hi, Mary. Hi. This is my mom, Diane. I'm Diane. And and you had to go outside in all that snow.
3: Oh, you know what? It's just getting me in the mood, and that's good because it's Cyber Monday,
2: you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) right. That's right. A cold burst of air. Is this, growing up in this cold weather, is this why Jonathan likes figure skating so much? (laughs) No.
3: I. You know, I I have absolutely no explanation why he loves ice skating. (laughs) But he, you know, I think maybe he was... Finnish in a, in
2: another, life, in another or life. I don't know. I love it. Because he has fine features. Yes. He could be Finnish. He's a beautiful man. Yes. I know.
3: <laughs> he was obsessed with Finland when he was in about sixth grade. He oh went through like a whole year of, of Finland and had Finnish flags in his room. And
2: That's amazing. Yeah. I remember yeah. being into, what was it, Hans Christian Andersen? Remember when I really liked Sweden? Yes. And I'm a little bit... I think we hes a couple years younger than me. Jonathan is, but I also—I mean, I loved the Magnificent Seven, like he did, the 1996 yeah. gymnastics team. Oh yeah. And I also, I, mom loves figure skating. But I love figure skating. I always think. Well, you know, he hired—he's hired a coach. I saw that on <gasps> Instagram. Yeah. He started, like in 3
3: he's, days he's like already doing a spin. Oh, I uh,
2: saw that. He's I, tall too. He's a tall man. Yeah, he
3: well, you know, he doesn't understand that he's tall. Like, you know, he wanted to be a gymnast and he
2: wants to do it.
3: Did back tucks and, you know, all that
2: kind of stuff and I mean, he's 6 I think he's six one. Oh so gosh. he was a gymnast for a little bit then. Oh yeah. Big oh, I was too but two. I was also ended up being I'm like five nine. So <laughs> Yeah. Well that's tall at, for a girl. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. I usually yeah, get asked but, if I play basketball by strangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well so any more gymnast. tall
3: girls it's like volleyball's a big thing too. Oh,
2: oh right, yeah. 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 So
3: um but anyway, yeah, he, he loves loves gymnastics. In fact I, I saw him on Instagram about Three weeks ago, he we did a standing back tuck. Oh, my and, gosh. You're kidding me. I hadn't done one in I don't know how many years. Oh, that's crazy.
2: See, I one I time did a back walkover recently, and I could see stars in my eyes. Oh, <laughs> I mean, really, like,
3: see little... I would be dead on arrival. I just <laughs> can't too. even imagine. Can't, I, I can't even think about doing a cartwheel at this point. Oh, well, no. yeah, Because your
2: well, bones. Our bones. Oh, well, my, my bones. bones. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mom takes what is it, Bonifa?
1: What's it called? <laughs> no, I don't take anything right now. I was oh. on it for like oh, 10 that's years. the one that
3: Sally Field did.
1: Oh, ask yes, for.
2: yes. Yeah. And I gave it a whirl. I remember when I was a kid, I used to sneak those chocolates, the calcium. Chocolates, oh, yeah. Because well, they you were must yours. have really sturdy bones. <laughs> yeah, she does. Started I, early. I didn't. I don't want to jinx it, but I've never broken a bone. You well, neither have I. I just I'm feel reaching like... for wood. I'm knocking. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was, um, was John, was Jonathan, did he ever have like any sort of bad spills or anything as a kid, as a gymnast? Or did, I feel like that kind of protected us with our flexibility. Well,
3: so. um, he had a spill as lately as this last night when he wiped out down the steps Oh no! of oh, no. his of his new apartment. Oh, he had socks on and was carrying something and <gasps> and, um, he called me at eight o'clock this morning and, you know, said, mom, you remember that time we were going up the basement steps on 22nd street and you slipped and fell backwards oh. and knocked me all the way down the steps oh. and you oh. on top of me. And I said, yeah, <laughs> he said, I did the same thing today. And I'm like, what? Oh, no. He said, yeah, I grabbed so hard for the railing it came out of the wall. Oh, oh my, my
4: no. gosh.
2: Is he
3: yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah, he is. But, okay, um, ahead. the, fu- the funniest fall, I mean, that's a weird sentence. But, no,
2: we love fun. Um, I mean, that's the kind of oh, thing that we, makes us crack up the most. We should yeah, but we so, do. So,
3: you know, he grew up loving ice skating, and he would put the couch cushions um, <laughs> around the living room. So he formed a rink, uh-huh. and his two brothers and I would have to sit and judge him. And we'd have to give technical and artistic point and his brother would always be the russian judge and just screw him over on artistic or whatever so uh, the next year we decided to go to st louis which is about two hours from quincy and take them ice skating for the first time for real like with skates and he you know Took off on these skates and face planted within the first, I don't know, 40 seconds we were there oh, and no. stood up. His entire face was bleeding. And it's not good to admit. But I couldn't stop
2: laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that gives me hope. For yeah, one day we can being relate to that.
3: Yeah. Aww. So um, it's it's really it's really good that now, however many years later, uh, twenty you know four years later, he's now hired a coach. And yeah. I, I asked him the good other day. I him. said, "Should you like put a helmet on? You know?" <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Mom, no." <laughs> he's
2: so bad. Yeah, uh, I don't we think need so. <laughs> so. We need him. There's so many people like that love going out to see him on tour. So I think I don't know if I. If you knew this, but I've gotten to do a couple shows with him at the Improv here in Los Angeles. And uh, I just, one of the things that I truly love about him, and it's obviously America's fallen in love with him, or me- beyond America, the whole world, um, from his, from Queer Eye and everything. But doing the live shows with him, I leave there, he is just like the the best person that promotes self-love mm-hmm.
4: and mm-hmm. acceptance
2: of, of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I leave there feeling better about myself. He makes everyone feel so good. He judged my hair. It was a highlight of my life. He has such yeah, a he good can't heart. talk to anybody without touching their hair Yeah,
4: <laughs> rearranging it. He was like, <laughs> I love your hair. Love <laughs> so your like hair. a
3: dog oh. sniffing another dog's butt. It's like he <laughs> he just has to, has to touch
4: your hair. He can't
2: help himself. Yeah, Aww. I mean, I just love. I that's my biggest takeaway from him. Of course, he's so funny. He's just naturally funny. Do you remember, like, the first? I mean, obviously, as a kid, he was a character. Do you remember the first time you felt like, because he's he's a comedian now in, in a way that he's hosts so many different things with such his own unique humor. I guess was there a first moment where you were like, this kid is. Is a little oh gosh,
3: there's so many I um bet. one that's <laughs> popping up to the top of my head right now, which is just an absolutely horrible story to tell Uh-oh. Um, but
1: <laughs> will he be mad at you if you tell yeah <laughs> yeah, he will oh. um,
3: but anyway, here goes, so um, his dad and I uh, had been married. 11 years, mm-hmm. and uh, we decided we were going to be divorced.
4: Yeah. Okay. And so
3: um, we went to see a, a family counselor
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, to figure out how we were going to tell our boys. Yeah. And um, Jack would have been, that's what we called him then, um, would have been maybe. <laughs> now we've
2: added a few things on the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> would have been
3: Six. So we sat down on the floor of our bedroom, and um, Jack was sitting in my lap, and, and Tom and Ben were in a circle, and John was there, and we told him. And Tommy and Ben both burst into tears, and Jack, without missing a beat, looked down at my hand and said, Can I have your ring? <laughs> Oh, and I am not kidding. That was unbelievable.
2: That is hilarious. Yeah, you know. That but I mean, that—that's
3: so that's kind of.
2: That reminds me a little bit. I remember when um, we, when I was younger, our grandparents came to stay with us for a little bit. Were taking care of me and my sisters, mm-hmm. and they, um, I was in kindergarten, right, mom or something, because they they were in town, and I came outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just I, I was like, I just need a little. T- what did I say? Well, they dropped her off
1: at school over at school. Yeah. But they drove off and you hadn't gone in yet. <laughs> and I mean, all the other kids had gone in. Everyone's and you're in. hanging out. In the She's schoolyard. just sitting out there on the steps. And when they finally realized that. She wasn't in her classroom. They came out like and Beth just said, well, "I just just wanted I just need a little more time today I before I went in. To myself. I need a few minutes to myself."
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh. oh well, the-
3: that, you know, that helped you get ready for the backstage psycho, <laughs> exactly. you know, before you have to go out and face yeah. the crowd. Uh, you yeah. you always had that sense of Needing to have a little calm before you went in and did your stand-up. That's good,
1: Mary. I like
2: that.
3: (laughs) I can rationalize anything.
2: (laughs) And then I I remember one time when you said, how was your did you have a sub today? And I said, no, you packed me a peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do remember that. Some of my, oh. some of my earliest
1: work. <laughs> earliest work. Oh. You've been,
2: you've been writing them since you were a kid. <laughs> yeah. I so love it. Was, was Jonathan a wild teenager? Wild? Yeah, like, because, yeah. you know, I, I was kind of like, I'm a type A person. I didn't really get in too much trouble. It was more like my report cards would come back saying, like.
1: Yeah, too much talking.
2: Yeah, stuff like she that. She doesn't work yeah. well in
1: a small group.
3: <laughs> yeah. He, um you know, he was, um, he really had an unhappy childhood in Quincy. Um, uh, when I say childhood, I mean school. Um, sure. Aww. Because he was bullied. um Just unmercifully. I hate
0: that. And
3: um, he had a really good group of of friends who were girls. And, you know, they helped him survive, but it was brutally difficult. Wow.
4: Um, I can can imagine. Yeah. He
3: graduated a year early from high school and, um, you know, just couldn't get out of here fast enough. Quick
1: enough, yeah.
3: Um, But, you know, I think he would tell you that every experience he's had, um, has, you know, helped him be who he is now. And, you know, you were saying earlier about his, um, you know, self-acceptance and self-care and his positivity. Yes. Um, To be able to come out of what he had to deal with as a a kid, Mm -hmm. um, to have that makes it all that much more remarkable to me.
2: It totally does.
3: You know. It's
2: incredible.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I would sit... Pick them up and you know, watch them walking, and you know, kids hanging out of the bus yelling faggot. And
2: that must have been really ugly, so awful, ugly stuff. Do you feel like yeah I mean there unfortunately you know I grew up in Ohio my mom still lives in Ohio mm-hmm. and thankfully like I didn't have to deal with that because I wasn't um a young person that was dealing with that or or was gay and I think that it's not uncommon and that's just so sad and I don't know if how much has changed necessarily for youths I think it there is some Something's happening, like oh, you know, anti-bully is definitely. Oh gosh, yes. Is de- you know I we I've been in a couple schools since, and they do have things up on the wall, and you know just like reminders of being kind to one another and all these things, and and that bullying is sort of more. Yeah. Um, I
3: I think it's still going to always be there, just because you know human nature has a dark side. Yes, and, it, does. Um, it does. But I know Jonathan was um, extremely happy. He went to Iowa and um, addressed a group, um, and when I say a group, I mean it was thousands. Um, They had brought, like, all the high schools together, I think, and I might not be having that story completely correct, but it was all, um, you know, all LBG um, kids,
4: Mm -hmm.
3: and, um, you know, he just, you know, thought to himself, my gosh, you know, how might my life have been different if... Then you know. If he been had groups.
2: someone like himself, yeah, exactly. Yes,
3: yeah. So anyway, he, you know, he, an amazing He graduated story. from the school of hard knocks and yeah. um, came out. You know, just I'm I'm amazed every day.
2: Yeah, he's just so that's you know,
3: and also I'm, that's
2: partly thanks to you. He wouldn't you know have the, if he didn't have such a loving and supportive of mom. Well,
3: um, that you know, that's just baked into me. I mean, he just. He's, um, a a wonderful person, you know, as are all my kids. And, Mm -hmm, um, you know, he, he definitely had lots of love from his extended, extended family.
2: And Mm -hmm. that's good. um, Yeah.
3: So it makes um, his
2: current sort of reach like what, that he has that much more important, you know, and having lived it, I think too. Oh my gosh. Yes. But yeah, I I think,
3: you know, I think so. I think, you know, everybody needs, uh, some kind of a foundation, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's your family of origin or the family you adopt along the way, yes, you know everybody needs to feel loved and um, validated, and um,
1: but he does. He has such a good heart in the way he, he talks to people, and he does. makes them feel good about themselves, and, and and opens up the possibilities for them. And it's always done in such a loving way.
3: I love yeah. that about him. I think the thing about him is that you just you know you can get um, you can be vulnerable with him and just not
1: feel mm-hmm. judged mm-hmm. and that is
3: such a rare commodity now yeah. don't it you think surely absolutely
2: is. and people trust him they trust they him they do yeah Initial. yeah and i was going to say he was discussing a little bit about what he's learned from doing queer eye because as you know you're very familiar they go to some parts of town that don't that aren't supportive of you know, homosexuals. And so he basically was commenting, remember mom, when we watched that thing, he was saying, I learned that we might not see eye to eye, mm-hmm. but I can make their life a little bit better by getting <laughs> them to floss, you yes. know? So that just says even yeah, more just... about him that he's still willing to help people that in my opinion are so wrong or so are so backwards. And mm-hmm. it's still, it's. I think to say that th- Things are getting better, but you can't discredit the fact that many people are stuck in these negative ways of thinking. Because yeah. well, even mom, you, you experienced something at church, because oh. mom was going to church. Remember
1: that sermon? Oh, yeah, it was a bit, yeah, it was, well, I don't know if we should go into that, but it's, it, it, the idea of it was the pastor was telling us about uh, a college friend of his that uh, was sharing with him that he was gay, but the pastor's whole take on that was- uh, well, well we're going to get you help. We're going to, we're yeah. going to get help for him and we're going to, we're going to help fix this. And so my daughters and my son-in-law and us, we just decided, no, we're we're not going there anymore. I yeah. I, I don't, I don't buy into that. That's not how it, that's no. not how humans operate. No, that's, that's not right.
2: Absolutely. It's just such a shame because there are so many young kids in that crowd we looked oh, at. Oh, it's a huge congregation. And there's just no doubt that there are young, I hope that they are able to honestly find jonathan <laughs> yeah. and like you know and other people like him to be to to show them that there's a way for them and a place for them
3: well i think with um technology um the internet uh yes. television um you know the the people that have been discriminated against and and held down their um journey to acceptance although it has been really difficult um i think has been quickened by the world getting smaller.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's a good point. You I know, think that's true.
3: I mean, if you look at a timeline, it seems like forever. But, you know, you talk about from 1960, you know, in my lifetime,
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, it, um, you know, what Jonathan has to do now, you know, to be able to have a boyfriend and walk down the street and, mm-hmm and openly be who he is, yep. um, I mean, that was absolutely not going to happen even 30 years ago.
1: Yep, you're right. You were right. You know, so
3: yeah. things do move and every once in a while you have to step back and realize
2: that progress is being is being made. made. That's you're right.
1: Yeah. That's right. You're
2: absolutely right. Hmm. Now, my mom. Speaking of you know, internet and all that stuff, because my my mom sometimes has <laughs> is a little bit technologically inept. But I was like, you you own a TV and radio station. Do you feel like we you're, do? We, you're we have to, uh, a television and
3: radio uh, across the Midwest, and um, I ran the digital division. So um, I uh, did I'm websites impressed. and that kind of thing. So <laughs> It's um, it's been fun because Jonathan, as you know, has um, got social media tattooed across his head. So
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's really been um, extra motivation to learn um, how to do all of that, you mm-hmm. know, just so I can kind of keep up with him. But um, to be in a car with him going somewhere, you know, <laughs> it's like he's an octopus. He's got <laughs> like eight hands and he's mm-hmm. on eight different platforms. And I'm like, Kali, oh, how do that's you do overwhelming. that? I
2: don't know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He's like, because it's true. It is kind of part of keeping up. It's nice that he stays connected. I hope he, he kind of finds time to obviously do, take rest and relax and stuff. I was yeah, going to say. Yeah. I've
3: really noticed in the last uh, week or so that I've talked to him. He um, has a whole different tone now. They've rapped uh, in Kansas City and he's back in New York for the first time in his new apartment. And Mm. I I can just tell that he's got a lot more relaxed um, tone. So um, I'm glad because, man, he's working hard.
1: He's had a lot going on. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, Yeah. I think, too,
2: sometimes, you know, so my – I don't like when I moved out here probably about seven years ago, it's like I was working jobs. I know Jonathan knows what that's like to be doing things that you don't necessarily want to be doing, but you need to like make your way. So I've, I've come a long way in that in that regard too to finally be able to to do just what I want, which is be a comedian and write for TV and things like that. But it took a long time. And so because of that, once you are getting the work, sometimes it feels like I have to do it all because I don't know when it's going to go away.
3: Yeah. Well, you grew up in the Midwest, just like I did, and they've got the old (laughs) adage about you got to shoot when the ducks are flying. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's right.
4: It is, and
3: I I do think you just got that sense of you know gasping for uh, to grab every single thing that's out there, and I I, unfortunately I think that's just the way your business is. Yeah. Um, But um, boy, I'm I'm just amazed about you know, what you all can do and um, just your confidence. And, you know, I don't know about your mom, but um, I, I just think your generation is really neat
1: and, and I agree. I feel that yep. too, Mary. I feel like growing up in the Midwest, it was always sort of ingrained that you, you would do a job. Like I, I just retired from teaching. I taught public school music for like 34 years. Oh my god! Yeah. And, and I, for the most part, really love, I loved it. I love the students, but it was a little rough going at the beginning, but it was always my dad, you know, instilling in us to work hard and take care of yourself and provide and so then when you have a child that's you know they're very creative and they write and they have taken a different path you, you do worry about them a little bit but you just want them to you know be successful in what they're doing I was curious is Jonathan your oldest or your middle son or your youngest son he's the baby ah, I, you know what I have three daughters, and Beth is the youngest. And Isn't order- that
2: funny? Yes. Well, you know, I
1: think
3: they were talking on Queer. I, I think all of the Fab Five were all babies
2: oh, of wow, the family. Wow! I think there's. It's an undeniable that birth order makes a difference. It does. I think. Well, what do you think, Mary? What do you, what do you think? I
3: I totally agree. I mean, um, Jonathan was 17 months before he walked.
2: <gasps> oh, wow and
3: that's because he had everyone he just would <laughs> point at stuff
2: that's right that's right you anyway. know
3: and so maybe there's an ease that is developed <laughs> mm-hmm. um or you know you just think you can
1: yeah i think
2: that is part of it and i think too, um, watching, you want to keep up you don't want to miss out
1: you don't want to yeah. miss
2: out
3: my, my oldest son and i were just talking the other day and he was the eldest uh, obviously the eldest and he was, you know, just talking about how awful it is that we practice on our eldest, you know, and by the time <laughs> yeah. the youngest comes along, you kind of know what you're doing. And, That's right. Um,
1: you a know, freer. I,
3: I think there's something to that. Yeah.
1: Well, when you were talking about your older boys crying, and then <laughs> little Jack wanting to know if he could have your ring, it's it like, was
3: really pretty. It was a nice diamond solitaire with. Um, <laughs> Did you give it to him? <laughs> um, sapphires on either side.
2: Oh wow. Yeah, you
3: wanted to move in right
2: away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, Mom, you gave me your old, my, when after you and Dad divorced. Yeah, I did. You did give me her, and I wrote a joke about it. I just said, I don't know if I want this because it's haunted. It haunted.
1: <laughs> well, See, well, Bethy's birthday was in, is in April, Well, and a diamond is from April, I don't so know. I thought, a nice ring's a nice ring, right? I yeah. know. There you go.
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> no, I still think I'll take it.
2: you <laughs> don't your, need it yet.
1: Is your oldest son your, you know, like you do, there's more responsibility, I think, sometimes placed on the older child. Yeah, yeah. And, and the and, middle, and middle child is... You know,
3: they uh, kind of take charge. They're large and in charge. And, That's right. Uh, he and Jonathan kind of go at it once in a while because uh, <laughs> he thinks Tom... Hasn't gotten the memo that he's now thirty-one, and
4: <laughs> 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 but I, I think that. once an
1: older
3: brother, always an older brother.
1: Yeah, That's and then true. the middle child is sort of, kind of in their under own under the little radar. World. Yeah. Yes, under the radar. Under yeah. the radar. Isn't that interesting? I love yeah. that. Is that the way it is in your family? As a little well? bit. Well, my oldest yeah. daughter is very responsible and was, you know, went into social work, and my middle daughter is a nurse, but she was
2: always kind of, you know. Everybody oh. thought she was shy, but she, but to us, when we're alone, like you know, <laughs> oh, no. she was the first one to to put well, our our ex stepdad's toothbrush into the toilet. My little instigator.
3: <laughs> uh, I but- just know that uh, raising three boys, they've. I I think I've read at some of those uh, stupid like flea market things where they got <laughs> wooden say you know saints painted on pieces of wood.
4: Yeah, that
3: um, there's a special place in heaven for
1: mothers. Of boys. Uh, you know? I can believe that. I believe yeah. that.
2: Well, especially ones that that raise considerate, you know, boys. You know, it takes a lot to I think it takes a lot to raise children in general mm. and you just hope for the best, I guess, that so they turn out to be good people. I'm not a mom, so I don't, well, I, don't know. Husband, I think that's accurate. My though.
3: husband and I, you know, in terms of parenting goals, um <laughs> We only had one, and that was alive at 25. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what Steve used to say. He'd be oh. like, let's just get him alive at <laughs> 25. <right>. Never mind, <laughs> you know, goal. study.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Did any of the other kids go into entertainment? Or, cause like you, you had? I'm assuming maybe you had this TV radio station, so they grew up sort of – Seeing it or
3: well, know. I don't know. Um, they they both work for the company, but they're both in sales, okay. Um, okay. so you know, they've really not done any kind of in front of the camera stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jonathan didn't, I mean, he was not in any high school plays.
1: Oh, I was gonna
4: ask you uh, that, you know, he wasn't in
3: the theater building, I mean, he played violin, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he never did anything even close to this.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Well, when you were saying he graduated early and couldn't wait to get out of there, maybe that again is the reason why yeah. he didn't flourish yeah,
4: with some of his have. gifts
1: when he was in yeah. high school. Yeah. I,
3: um, I think another funny story, uh, just about Jonathan was, you know, in terms of making his way, um, when he was at the Aveda Institute in Minneapolis, told him he had to get a job because, um, you know, he was uh, spending a little outside of his means. So he went and got a job at Applebee's and I asked him how it was going and 10 days into it, he goes, well, I, I got fired.
4: (laughs) And and that
3: surprised me because Jonathan's a hard worker Mm -hmm. yeah, and I said, well, what happened? He said, well, I would go out and take orders, and I just didn't feel like writing it down. So I would bring them what I thought they should have.
2: Oh, no, no. That's great. Yeah. That oh, no. Is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, I worked as a waitress one summer at Thirsty Dog Grill in Prairie oh, yeah, in Dayton, right. and it is tough. It's very Everybody hard. Everybody should
3: be a waitress once. I agree. You know, oh, it's, that's hard work. dealing that's with the work. public, you know, you just don't understand until you've been a waitress. I, I think it's... It's Probably true. the best training ground you'll ever have
1: for getting along with people and yeah. yeah that's yeah. a that's
3: a tough deal yeah it, it is. can really be a tough deal.
2: It can also take a a, a sharp turn if you forget to bring something <laughs> or, or, or you bring or you don't what check you on think them. they might like <laughs> rather than what <laughs> they said. ordered but that's <laughs> don't know what guy ordered a burger and
3: onion rings. <laughs> <laughs> he got back to the kitchen and said, that guy's too big. He needs a salad. Oh, my
4: oh, no! God. Can you imagine <laughs> oh, I guess that, that was
3: before he gave up body
4: shaming. Oh, yes.
1: dear. Gosh, oh that's golly. so funny. Yeah. Well, I guess I can see that why they yeah. maybe need to let him go. <laughs> yeah. Was just, he wasn't you know,
4: willi-
3: willing to not, write not things down. Not a good fit, as they no, say, if not trying a good to be fit. diplomatic.
2: I know. Well, it's time to take another break. But I don't want to. We have to. Why? Why? It's the same reason you made me take a nap.
0: That doesn't make sense. It's during the day.
1: Shh. Oh, okay. We'll take a break. Never tell your mom to shush. <laughs> hey, you've said worse. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Girl, I liked going to the Aveda Institute when I was younger living in Chicago because they, they, well, they it was like right, kind of pay what you can hand. or something because it was students probably like him learning how to do it.
3: Oh, my Lord. He came home one weekend um, and, you know, insisted that I needed a haircut. And so he pushed <laughs> his chair up in front of the microwave in our kitchen. Oh, my gosh. And used it as a mirror. No. <laughs> And I woke up in the morning, and one side wasn't cut, and I think marijuana could have been involved. And
4: I walked out to the kitchen,
3: and one side was longer, and I said, did you mean to do Did you mean to do that? You know, kind of this asymmetrical, he said, no. Although that look
1: was in Mary
4: for a while. I just didn't
3: cut that side, and I said, well, you know... I thought you were professional. he goes, well, no, you know, not yet. <laughs> not and, yet. and so I had to, like, go find, like, a mall person to, like, <sighs> trim up the other side because oh, I wasn't about oh, to let gosh. him touch me again.
2: Oh, that's funny. That is oh. so funny. I, I'm trying to think, like, I definitely let some of my friends practice on my hair. I did do that. Um The worst probably dye job I had was I got highlights and lowlights. So my hair looked like rye swirl bread. Oh, Lord. It was dark. You could be on the baking challenge. Yes. (laughs) There you (laughs) go. I'm trying to think about mom's worst
1: haircuts. You kind of had a mullet at one time. I did. Oh, I know what it was. I was teaching, when I was in junior, I was teaching junior high, and I had, like you were talking about, that asymmetrical look, where it's longer on one side, shorter on the other. But this and, was purposeful. <laughs> Yours was. Yeah, it was purposeful, but the kids at school were, were just relentless. They really? said, oh, you you look like a skater. A okay, perplexed, yeah. So, yeah. so I thought they meant, you know, figure skater. So I liked it. I said, oh, that's okay, thanks. Yeah. But no, they were talking about like skaters, like, like
2: skateboarders. yeah. We were
3: so, so anxious to, you know, have Jonathan do, you know, find what he wanted to do. And he got settled at Aveda and everything was doing well. So I drag my mom, my dad, my brother, (laughs) my aunts, everybody. We drive seven hours up to Minneapolis. Oh,
4: my gosh. um,
3: To go to his graduation.
4: I mean, there's like
3: 20 of us. (laughs) And. He walks across the stage, comes out from the wings, <laughs> and has the brightest purple <gasps> mullet.
2: Oh <laughs> my gosh!
3: You have ever seen, and I think there were feathers involved. Oh, um, I can't that. remember if there was a feather in his hair or something was a celebration. he was wearing. But I remember looking down the row at my mom <laughs> and just thinking,
2: "Oh boy,
3: how how's this going to go?" <laughs> but it went fine.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. Hey. I think it was grandmothers love their grandchildren. Found in <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the I mean, my mom probably doesn't want me to bring this up, but I think my first bob haircut was when we all got lice. Oh yeah, Beth. I'm yeah. the one who brought lice upon our family. Wasn't me? Isn't that it was you. The worst. Yeah, yes. she was trying hats on over at the
1: daycare, <laughs> I specifically said, "Don't put the hats on." <laughs> she put the hats on, and then she came home with lice, and then the other two girls got it. I got it. We all had to get our haircuts. Yeah, yep. we all had haircuts. <laughs>
3: Jonathan got it at camp, and um, I still have the letter he wrote home. (laughs)
4: Oh my gosh! um,
3: Telling me that he that he'd gotten lice and that he had to go to the nurse and Mm, how upset he was and. Gosh, yeah, I guess that must be just a passage of youth. Yeah, I think so.
2: Well, yeah. now they have because I I also did some nannying in my time. Um there's a place called like the Lice Ferry in Chicago, which of course it's expensive. But now you they take were having children s- there, yeah, because they were having so many outbreaks in the schools. Oh. There's a place called like the Lice Ferry, and you just <laughs> go.
3: Any job that is not an entrepreneurial <laughs> I opportunity, I mean, that is niche. only in
1: America. Only in America. America. <laughs> that is very niche. Uh, what that do you is do?
2: Lice
1: <laughs> <laughs> I studied lice. Yeah, well, yeah. I couldn't stop washing sheets for, like, six weeks. I just was washing everything, putting all the stuffed toys in the garbage bags. I mean, I couldn't stop myself. Well, well we it's like up when the you toys. feel
3: a spider on you, you know, and yeah. you flick it off. Yeah. Didn't you feel for the rest of oh, the day? yes, you know, yes. That you've
1: <laughs> like got creepy like crawlies. Like yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're
2: right. It's sort of a rite of passage. It happens.
3: It is. I think it you're is.
2: right. Now, do you guys have any grand- Do you have any grandkids? eight.: Oh my God. Mary, you have eight. I have six, I, but eight. Whoa.: Yeah,
3: I do. And they were all over at Thanksgiving. and um, you know,
1: it's wow. just That's a house.: a, full. Yeah, yeah. but so It's fun. fun though. It's fun chaos. Do yeah. they live close by? Do they live um, near you? Um, everyone lives here, but two. Okay, OK. Oh that's wonderful. Um,
3: yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. My eldest is uh, 12, twelve, and my youngest just turned a year old um, uh, the other day.
0: That's so, the best. That's, that's the a nice best. range
2: because I obviously, to me, like I'm not a mom, but like kids, they're more fun when they're little, like kittens and puppies. Well, they
0: called
3: Jonathan <laughs> Applejack.
4: Oh, so it
2: sounds like instead he, of yeah.
3: Uncle Jack, they call him Apple Jack and, and um, they've they all just it. thought it was so cool, you know, that he was on TV, and they,
2: I you best. know, are yeah, always asking what
3: he's doing. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they think it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I,
2: it is a big deal, and I le- I think that you know I've gotten to meet Tan, and I met Anthony, and because they came to the shows, and they all seem to just be really they revel in it, but they're so so kind and you can tell that it's not lost on them.
3: Yeah. What you see is real. Yes. Um, They are the nicest bunch of guys you would ever want to meet. I just, and, um, it's, uh, they, they are really, really good friends. And, um, it's just been a blessing all around. I
4: think.
2: Mm-hmm. I think so too. And um, Tan was telling me that he was going to start doing some stand up. I think maybe or trying it. And you know, Jonathan obviously has been on this tour. Have you gotten to take a little any of the stops on the yeah, theater tour? Yeah, I got
3: to see him at the Improv in New York. Oh, and wow. then I was at the Benson Ball in Washington D.C.
2: Oh, amazing! Um, was that
3: cool? Uh- Oh, it was really fun. The day before, he did uh, "Getting Curious" uh, live at the Benson Ball, and somehow snagged Nancy Pelosi.
2: Oh my! For, oh my gosh! For the expert?
3: Yeah. Oh my! And gosh. so, eight days before the election, he did an hour and a half live interview in front of two thousand people in wow. Washington with Nancy Pelosi, That's and then the exciting. next day did um, a, you know his stand-up, and um, it was. Thanks. It was a that's pretty cool amazing experience. I gotta tell you, I can
2: imagine. I mean, there's this like that's such a proud mom moment. It, you know? it was. Oh, it, it really
3: was, and um, I um, <laughs> she she's really a neat you know, a neat lady. I didn't realize she's 78 years old.
2: You're kidding. Nancy Pelosi yeah. is
1: 78.
3: She's got serious energy. Wow. That's,
2: like, that's awesome. I was going to say, is it out? Is it out yet? Cause I know it's also on. Your yeah. Own. Okay, yeah. We'll it, it was oh, uh, done as a bonus
1: that. episode. So okay. yeah, oh, I want to see that. We're going to have to check that out. She's incredible. The energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yeah. much. And how great that they did that together. Yeah, oh, I interview. know. I mean, that I, I was a little
3: worried what she was going to think, you know, yeah. um, about some of um, his language. But uh, she, <laughs> he did
1: great. That's fam- I want to see that. I yeah. definitely do. I was
2: going to say because um, he's very he's he's politically active. You know, he's vocal, and very. I think it does make a difference. And uh, and he's knowledgeable about all those things. W- was there anything that he kind of got out of Nancy that you were surprised, or because he's just well, able to make um, it sort of late. Layperson terms in, in ways too for people.
3: Yeah, she, you know, I think she, you know, pretty much held the party line in all of her remarks. Um, mm-hmm. and it was eight days before the election, and you could tell she's obviously extremely passionate mm-hmm. about what she does. I, I think the thing that amazed me the most was that she could just off the top of her head, uh, rattle through, I think she listed 11. Um, um, races across the country and called them by name um, and, you know, that had some kind of a unusual situation. Um, And she just did it right off the top of her head. And I was like, wow,
2: it's impressive. That is impressive. I mean, it's the funny thing too is, ideally, that is what a public servant does. (laughs) But we have so many public servants in this country that have just been, I don't know what they're doing, spending most of their time fundraising or skating by Mm -hmm. that we're starting to see people who are actually invested in their job, especially with this last election and the new um, faces and diversity that that are coming into the House of Representatives. Mm
3: -hmm. I think after every election, you know, hope springs eternal. You know, you think that um, the new folks are going to be able to chip away at Mm-hmm. the bad habits that have um sprung up around our politics mm-hmm. um yeah it's a pretty tough time in america right now i'd
1: it say certainly is but there's hope Well, like like well, you just mentioned with if, the, if the new there faces if
3: we're all toast
1: yeah, I
2: know. yeah. I was being a little. I did a show in New York. Maybe it was last week. I think with Maeve Higgins. She's um a comedian from from Ireland, and I was sort of getting down on the fact that because you know we were basically told in twenty years the world's over because of global warming and trash and all these things that are surmounting. But um, she said you know there's a lot of. She was basically a little bit like, no, Beth. there's there's a lot of people doing amazing things in in terms of of uh, controlling global warming and, mm-hmm. and climate change and doing things for the positive. And she has a whole she has a whole podcast that she's doing mm-hmm. about it actually. That's hopeful. so um,
3: that's really good. I think people have to be, you know, just like Jonathan's podcast, Getting Curious and and the show you're doing and and others. Um you gotta work really hard nowadays to stay abreast of what's going on. You've mm-hmm. got to watch BBC. You've got to mm-hmm. read foreign newspapers. You've got to listen to podcasts because um, it's hard work
4: mm-hmm. yes,
3: to really know what's going on. And as people get busier and busier, it's harder and harder to spread out what you're reading and taking in. But mm-hmm. it's critical that you know, because yeah. if you just listen to the drumbeat of one, one voice,
2: I think you can the... get
3: depressed in a hurry.
2: Yeah, that's the main thing. Like you're saying, it's not just one source you really kind of have to seek multiple sources that are you reliable mm-hmm. because otherwise you're just you know you're relying on one voice i think sometimes that is the problem with people who are a little more who are cl- more closed-minded mm-hmm. if they're just yeah. listening to one network on, oh, on both absolutely. sides yes yeah um they're they're able to sort of be told a narrative that becomes their own right and not to mention obviously you know everything that happened with the election and all the things that. going around that weren't even necessarily factual so that was a nightmare
4: Mm -hmm. but on the positive side
2: there are there are perks. I know that my mom's experience to having an artist child. Um, I took last September. I took my mom to Hawaii. We took a vacation together, and I was going to say I know that Jonathan had taken you too. Didn't you guys get to take a little trip together? Oh, was that fun? I bet it, that was just it
1: so was special. Fun. Did you all have fun? Oh my gosh, Mary! It was like um, I'd never experienced anything like that before. We went it's to Kauai. a Beautiful place. It is beautiful, and yeah matter of fact, Beth gives me a hard time sometimes about you know I wanted to check in with the news and what was going on and and if what it did is just kind of pulled me away from that a little bit just to appreciate the beauty and pull out of some of that stress yeah, we we,
2: we check in occasionally we with did the news, check in, but, but that's you know, when... yeah, f- we mostly just we were in Kauai on the
1: north side of the island, <laughs> and okay. the leader of the free world is talking about you know rocket man and it, it was kind of a... Dangerous time. Dangerous be time. Be yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. It's uh, true. But, oh, <clears throat> where did you and Jonathan go? When we you went took to Oahu
3: tr- and oh. um, a little private beach uh, that I'll butcher the name of if I say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we were in a house, and um, I met his boyfriend for the first time, oh. and he also had a couple other friends, and... um we just stayed in the house the whole time. Oh. And um two of the girls that were with us were theater majors and there was a piano in the house. Oh my god. So I learned the entire score to Moana <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: during my vacation. Um oh, but it was very laughing. entertaining and it was great to see Jonathan just unplug for a week. Oh, and
1: just be happy and have you there. I bet Yeah, that was it very was special. really fun. Yeah. I felt that too. I mean, we explored. We saw things. We went on a helicopter ride with no oh my god, no doors. I would have been so scared. Well, I was a little bit, but then you we, were
2: scared. We were both a
1: little scared. We were clinging on to each other because the the uh, pilot had been doing it for like what forty years.
2: His name was Guy, and he was a little cute, and that helped because my mom <laughs> thought he was a little cute. He was a little cute, but he persuaded us no doors, so we were oh my strapped
1: Lord. in. But I'll tell you what but it was breathtaking going over looking at you know Kauai and the ocean and oh I'll never you
3: forget You guys it. are so brave. I'll I never just can't it. even imagine.
2: Honestly, well, it was pretty terrifying like when you think about it like, <laughs> and by the way he kept reminding he reminded us before we left like don't put your arm out because it will get whipped back at the highest speed possible. <sighs> yes. And that's when you realize like oh we're it feels like you're going so slow cuz you're hanging in the air mm-hmm. but you're going very very fast up there. Yeah. And so I mean, just- I
3: get queasy just hearing you tell that story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's I just so thought, good. you know, if I don't do it now, when? You You're know? right. Don't be a and wimp. Just that's do a it. Good attitude. Just do it. And, oh, we had the time of our life. But we it really sounded good like for we you did. Guys. Too. Well, yeah. maybe,
3: maybe you two and Jonathan and I should take uh, <gasps> our next trip together and we'll. Oh. Um, Go make Europe laugh, or oh, something.
2: Oh, yes, I would yes. love that. That would be amazing. A mom's mo- um, mother-child trip would be mother-child so trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A Mother-child tour. Wow. <laughs> that would be fun. I know, because you're so like you know you can tell you're also amazing on air. Not you know like you're not shy. You're and, just so easy to
1: talk to. I love that. Yeah, we were just, like, so happy to get well, to talk with I you. I
3: love. I love uh, chit-chatting and getting to know people. I think it's fun.
1: It is, yeah, it is. And we love your son. Yes, He's thank just you a heart for of He well, has a heart of gold.
3: I earned every gray hair I have, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm glad it wasn't in vain.
1: No, no, it, it certainly was wasn't. not. He's remarkable. Yeah, thank he really you. Is. Yeah,
3: well, he thinks so much of you as well, and That's um, sweet. It's been fun to talk to both of you. Yes,
1: yep. thanks for taking the time. And especially with all the snow. Did the kids get a snow day today around they you? They
3: did, and they Ooh. are so excited. It was right like, after, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving holiday. Oh, so it's the best. Yeah. All the mothers are sad, but the yeah. kids are happy. Because
1: <laughs> the moms are ready for their Yeah, for their they're like, no! Yeah, no! No,
0: no. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: thanks for trudging out in the snow. Mary. Oh, my pleasure. Yep. I'll I'll talk to you all
2: Next yeah. time. All, All right. right. Sounds good. All right. Have a great day, Mary. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Cool. She was great. Actually, I'm very glad that we, we talked about it and she was real about him being bullied. And I love that he's pretty much not given the haters the attention, but it makes it even more amazing um, that he's just shining so brightly. Yes. Yeah. And he's chosen to and he helps love others. and
1: accept yeah. other people. That's. I love it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mom. Mm-hmm. Some of our, well, some of our, great, we have a lot of good memories growing up in the church, especially songs that I used to love. Oh, <laughs> well, I got in trouble, I guess, because you taught the primary choir. Yeah.
0: Long time. How many years did you do that? Because I, I was in it, and then I was years. a helper, right? Yes, you were. At the, I think I did that about 15, maybe 18 years.
1: What were some of our classics? In choir? Yeah. Oh, well, there was the dinosaur song.
2: But no. Oh, you're thinking of others. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was saying like, what What did you rehearse with us that we sang in church? When we had, in our uniforms were like the white <laughs> things with the purple, yeah, our robes with the yeah. purple bow that was Velcroed to the top of God our gosh, necks. Bethy, that was
0: a long time ago. I know. Um,
2: I know, I can't remember. Oh, oh. I guess it would have just been like a way in a manger. Or is that too difficult for us? Oh, there was one knock, called knock, No knock Room. Knock, knock, went Joseph. That was knock, knock.
0: stable door or so bright. Can you shelter a family and, and be a good friend tonight? No room, no room, said that- the... Peace of Bethlehem or was it the Peace of Bethlehem. That's right. No, no room, no room said the Peace of Bethlehem. And then I think they
2: said there was maybe
1: a couple verses. Yeah, there are a couple verses. I have not thought about that in
2: years. Knock knock,
0: knock
1: when yeah. Joseph.
2: Anyway, so then I went on to the choir and then I was an acolyte for a little bit but didn't I get fired?
1: <laughs> I don't happened?
2: think I don't think they fire you if you're an acolyte. Yeah. Well, leave a message after the beep. Bye-bye. Bye. Sayonara.
1: See you later.
0: Ta-ta. Bye. Bye-bye.
2: Mom! You're ruining it for Okay, everybody. but you have
1: to stay with the beat. Well, um, leave me alone oh. and
2: maybe I will.
1: Okay, want me to leave the room?
2: No. Shh. Okay.